Hey everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and you are listening to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm and available where many of your favorite podcasts um, are found, uh, specifically Spotify. We certainly appreciate you checking us out this week, and um, we are uh, we are still in the thick of things in terms of this of this coronavirus. Um, this global pandemic that uh, that continues to dominate and occupy uh, the headlines and just about every form of of communication that we are exposed to whether it be uh, online or on television or on the radio and um, you know for all intents and purposes it appears that we are a long ways away from the finish line in terms of getting back to some sort of normalcy, you know, in our everyday lives. And, uh, you know, it would be really easy to sit here and, uh, you know, broadcast your opinion on, on how things are being handled and, you know, what your opinion is of the government and, you know, the, the, the strategy that they have in place and trying to combat this thing. Um, here in Michigan, you know, we, um, many of us find ourselves with a lot more, you know, spare time than we would have normally had. We are under a shelter in place, um, order from the governor here in Michigan, uh, in an attempt to, you know, halt the spread of this, of this virus. Um, as of this week, the United States became, um, kind of the epicenter in terms of, of confirmed cases of COVID-19, you know, the coronavirus. And uh, we now have more documented cases in our country than, than the rest of the world. And that's not necessarily um, a good thing at all. Um, I, I think the, the longer this thing goes and the more the numbers are going up, I think uh, those who were skeptical at first in terms of whether this thing was was legitimate or if it was just a blown out of proportions super flu uh, orchestrated by the media, um, I, I think more and more people are starting to take this thing seriously because now, like I, I had said a couple of episodes ago, um, it would take unfortunately, uh, someone that they knew or knew of to, to be tested positive for this thing or worst case, becoming very, very ill from it before they would take it seriously. And that's what's starting to happen now. Um, I personally know of, you know, a a couple of people through second and third hand, um, that, there are people infected with this thing and, and and it's starting to hit close to home here and we certainly um you know we can sit here and uh and and focus on all the negatives and you know and all the all the challenges that this thing is bringing specifically with with the um the nurses and the doctors who are on the front lines of this thing as well as the police and fire department, EMTs, and and you know all them people who are under the the medical umbrella, whether you are um, working in a hospital or you are working at a doctor's office, or um, you know you run the risk of being exposed to this thing. But 
it's times like these that, um, you know, you really start to see people for who and what they really are. And, you know, there's two sides of the coin. Uh, there's people who are finding very creative, very upbeat, very positive ways in dealing with this, if for nothing else, to kind of take your mind off uh, what's being reported for a period of time. And then there's other people who you start to see, you know, how they view themselves versus everybody else and they don't seem to think that this thing is serious and they will continue to live their life how they want without any regard whatsoever to the effect that it may have on other people um and i don't really want to focus on that right now um that's 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 a topic for another time um but what i am finding what i am seeing are the creative ways that people are are dealing with this in, in terms of trying to get people out of that funk on trying to get them to focus on something a little lighter you know not not such such the doom and gloom of um of the statistics and and all these reports coming in and regardless of you know how you feel about the government whether it be um you know, the people that are occupying the White House or the people that are running, in our case, the, the state of Michigan. That's not what this is about. Um, I, I find that um, there, there are people who are going above and beyond trying to keep people motivated, try to keep their mind off things. You know, you see these different videos of... Um, neighbors who are coming up with creative ways to help a child in their neighborhood uh celebrate a birthday you know you know for kids younger kids you know they're having kind of a rough time understanding why they can't have the birthday party that they had had planned you know a couple of months ago and they don't understand why you know they can't get what you know get together with their with their friends and and go to the Chuck E. Cheese or or to go to the park and, and have, you know, a great big elaborate birthday party. Um but you're what you're what you're seeing is um you know like the neighbors will 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 get together, you know, within a safe distance of one another. You know, that's been one of the, the underlying storylines here. And uh, just getting together and showing that child, you know, that their day is important and that they are important. And they, you know, sing the happy birthday or they do a little parade in front of their house or, or, or what have you. And that that is the side of humanity that needs to be focused on and it needs to be at the forefront instead of of the people who feel like, you know, they are not taking this seriously. They think that this is, you know, just blown out of proportion and they will continue to do whatever the hell it is that they wanted to do uh, without regard to anybody whatsoever other than themselves. And those people are going to be the ones who wind up paying a big price sooner rather than later, I'm afraid. And unfortunately, you know, with social media, you start to see how these people 
they conduct themselves. You start to see how they, um, how they view you as an individual versus them. Clearly, they have put themselves on the pedestal, and everybody else is underneath it. And that's that's not helping anything. And we we really, in times of in times like this, we really need to find different ways to. Um, really inspire each other and pick each other up and and give them some sort of glimmer of hope or positivity or a goal or, or you know something to keep their minds off of the rising numbers and confirmed cases and ultimately you know deaths you know that's been associated with the coronavirus uh my friend verdi i i talked about him um, a couple of episodes ago, actually, um, he was the first of my, uh, positivities, uh, spotlight type of segment, uh, that I wanted to start doing on this particular show, uh, versus the YouTube channel. And I'm going to talk about the, the YouTube channel here in, in a few minutes, but, <coughs> uh, Verdi, um, he, this guy is just amazing. You know, he his he puts so much of himself into everything that he is passionate about. And um he started this uh slay the day movement that is really catching on. I'm starting to see more and more people, not just people that may be affiliated with the independent scene of professional wrestling in in and around the state of Michigan. But people that aren't involved in the business and, and they're being inspired by what Verdi has has put out there, you know, different exercises and, and different activities to keep yourselves active and uh, kind of just free your mind of everything that's being reported on television. And it it's so inspiring to see that people are... are rallying around this because it it's such it's such an awesome um thing for him to try to start and it's really really catching on and i think it's fantastic um you start seeing you know different videos of you know in posts i guess to written posts about things that people are doing to try to help the community to try to help the uh, healthcare workers um, we have a colleague who is uh, uh, who works at the GM plant in Flint at the truck plant where where I work as well, and um, she has spent a, an awful lot amount of time um, taking food and taking d- different items to the area hospitals in, in, in Flint to. Uh, to show the people that are in the ER, the ones that are on the front lines, that they are being thought of, and um, I think that's it. It's a tremendous, it's a tremendously selfless act that uh, this individual would would put herself literally in harm's way, right? Because you know all it takes is one for her to come in contact with one positive person and the next thing you know she's going to wind up being in a bad way here you know if it really takes hold and uh, 
you know, you're starting to see more and more of of these volunteers and of these people that are really going out and trying to make a difference, not necessarily for the fame and, and, and the admiration and all that. They're doing it because they legitimately see a huge issue here and they, they want to try to make a difference. They want, they want those doctors and those nurses and, and all those people that are working at the hospitals to let them know that, you know we support them and we are very appreciative for the, for their services um regardless of what hat they may be they may be wearing um you, you you're starting to see more and more celebrities starting to to step up and and to donate money for um just a variety of different um organizations and and trying to get these uh, much-needed items of PPE out, you know, manufactured and out, on, you know, on the front lines. And, uh, and, you know, at first, you know, my biggest criticism with this whole thing, as far as the entertainment side of, of the whole thing, is you, you saw initially, you know, these bands and, and these artists and um, singers, they were doing these you know, these remote concerts from their living room or whatever, which is great, you know, and if you're a fan of those people, you were excited to see them in a more intimate setting, you were um, happy to see them performing and things like that, but my argument was, you know, and this was just about a week and a half ago, is like, you know, that's great that they're taking time out of their day to play from their living room to entertain the fans, but why not take some of that fortune that they've accumulated and donate it to the American Red Cross or donate it to um, the local hospitals in, in the towns in which they, they reside? You're starting to see more and more of that. Yesterday, I think it was, I had seen uh, an interview with, um, oh man, Drew Brees. And he and his wife were donating like $5 million to the state of Louisiana. And um, that that was huge. And I thought, okay, now these, these celebrities and these athletes and um, all these entertainers and these, you know, sports figures are taking some of the money that we the consumer filled their pockets with they're starting to give back to the community and um you know five million dollars can go a long way if it's if if it's utilized right and i i in from my understanding drew Brees uh actually lives in california and uh, san francisco was one of the first major cities in America to shut down in in hopes of trying to um, slow the spread of this virus. And I don't know if he actually wound up donating money to California, which is, from my understanding, where he lives. Um, but he donated it to the state of Louisiana because if you are watching the news and you are kind of keeping up on what's going on, you know of of the uh, fear and um 
that New Orleans is, is fixing to become a real bad area. It's, um, it's going to wind up becoming the next New York City, I'm afraid, being in there, and they attribute that to um, Mardi Gras. And, and that was not all that long ago. And now they're starting to see a, a significant spike in, in confirmed cases of the coronavirus. And it's not just New Orleans, but the cities of Chicago, Illinois, and Detroit are, are also, you know, under this umbrella. And, and a lot of people are watching what's happening um, for us here. Um, you know, obviously my focus is uh, to see what happens in Detroit and Wayne County because that's been one of the areas that's been talked about in these um, task force meetings because we, Detroit is a very pop, populated area, as is Chicago, as is uh, New Orleans, and I, you know, there in, in every report, Based on the models and based on what's happened in China and Italy, um, we have not even started getting close to the apex thing, to the apex of this thing, in, from what I understand. But, but as scary as that can be, there are so many people out there who are using social media to kind of calm the nerves a little bit to you know there's all kinds you know the people are very creative they they have um wonderfully sick sense of humors they, they're coming up with these funny memes and these funny posts you know not necessarily to downplay what's happening um but just to kind of um get things a little bit lighter and I, I think it's wonderful, you know, it's unfortunate that it takes something like a global pandemic to get everybody on one page, but in this day and age, in 2020, you see it as well as I do that it is absolutely impossible for any for every single person to be on the same page because everybody has an opinion everybody has a point of view and everybody thinks that their point of view is the right one and if you don't agree with it then you are wrong in some aspects that is true yes you are entitled to your opinion but when you start to incorporate facts and figures and the numbers and things like that um, there is a wrong side of the equation to be on. And if you are one who um, refuses to stay at home and you are just, you know, you're, you're out and about every day and you're interacting with a bunch of people and you're, you know, there's no telling if you have, a, if you have the virus or not. Because we hear that there are people who are infected with this thing who have tested positive and they show no symptoms whatsoever. So for you to go out there and still interact with people, knowing that you could be infected or you had, could have come in contact with somebody who was infected and you're still, you know, going along your, your normal routine, in my opinion, just my opinion, that makes you a butthole because you could be spreading that to somebody who could be at high risk with this thing and it could set a a terrible chain of events that could result in somebody losing their life. 
What if you were a part of that chain? And see, nobody thinks about that. Everybody wants to get back to being normal. They want they want to get back to a normal life. They want to get back to work. And that's very important. Yes, we need to get back to work. But we need to do it when we know that we are as close to being safe as we possibly can. Especially for those who are in the medical field. And for all intents and purposes... You listen to these world-renowned doctors and specialists and things. We're still two to four weeks out before this thing even starts to uh, approach the apex of it. You know, we still have a ways to go here, and uh, you know, we all want we all want to get back to the way things were before shelter and places were were administered and and major cities were shut down and you know businesses were were being forced to close if they were deemed non-essential and and, uh (coughs) to me you know if you want to get back to as close to a, a normal life as possible you know, because I mean, let's let's face facts. So, so, something like this, you're never going to get back a hundred percent normalcy that you knew before coronavirus became a global pandemic. Um, we're going to get close, but it'll it'll never be exactly the way it was. Just like you know, our country has never really been the same since after the terrorist attacks of 9-11, you know, especially those those of you who are frequent flyers and you know all the security measures that are in place, those weren't there on September 10th. Though he, you, you know what I mean? So we are not going to get back every single aspect of what we deemed a, a normal life, but we can get pretty darn close to it. If you want it to get here sooner rather than later, then you need to do what's being asked, whether you agree with it or not, because the numbers are are telling us one thing, and that if you want if you want the spread of this thing to slow down, stay your ass at home if you can. You know, I I know that there's a lot of people who are in occupations that do not allow them to stay home, and I get that. But for those of you who have that option, for those of you whose jobs um, have been listed under the non-essential umbrella, do yourself, do your neighbors a favor and observe the shelter in place. Hell, use it to spend time with your kids. Use it to spend time with your spouse. Use it to spend time with, you know, your loved ones. Use it to to tackle a project at home that you didn't have time for and all of a sudden you have time for it. Use it to explore your creativity, um, you know, different hobbies and, and things that meant something to you. You know, because I've often talked about the hustle and bustle of life. You know, our work, our family, our jobs, our, you know, extracurricular activities a lot of times go to the wayside because of our obligations, our responsibilities. 
Use this time to get back in tune with something that you enjoyed doing. Just before I recorded this, and, and those of you who are um, on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, not the show page, but um, I posted a couple of, of, of paintings that I did, that I had done. Um, and I I couldn't tell you the last time I sat down and um, actually painted a picture. I'm no Picasso, you know, my, I'm not going to put this stuff on eBay and make thousands of dollars on it. It's just not there. But there was something that came from my head down to a canvas using watercolor paints. And, you know, I posted pictures of it because it, it was something that I hadn't done in quite some time. And I probably wouldn't have had that opportunity to do that had this thing not happened. Um, you know, the other day, the the four of us, or uh, my wife and I and our two kids, we all sat down and, and, and painted. And that has never happened. That opportunity wouldn't have been there had we not been sheltered in place. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating and it's annoying and you get, you know, cabin fever and, um, you know, you start getting a little bit antsy, but man... You know, use that time to to do something that you wouldn't necessarily have had time to do it with. You know, so there's a silver lining to everything, no matter how bad it is. You know, and this is not ideal situations, and a lot of people are getting sick, and a lot of people are dying. Um, that is never a good thing. But with the governments and in 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 your local officials telling you to stay at home stay the hell at home you don't you, you, you don't need to be out right now you know and uh because you're just putting yourself and and other people at risk and and for what for you to show your ass and well I I'm going to make a stand well, you're not going to be standing very tall if if you get you know sick with this thing because it's going to lay your ass out if 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 it grabs a hold of you, and nobody thinks about that until it's too late, until you're you're laying you know you you're laying down and you have the fever, you have the headaches, you have everything associated with this thing. It, uh, you know. You got to learn to pick, you know, pick your battles. You need to learn to, you know, pick your pick the right time to make your stand, or or what have you. You know, you're going to make a name for yourself, and you are going to, you know, you are going to buck the system, and you know, nobody's going to tell me what to do. Well, um, now's not that time to prove that you're Barney badass because. Um, it's it's just there. There's a lot of stuff going on here that a lot of us don't understand. To the, I mean, the doctors don't even understand it at this point. Still, they're trying. You know, all these you know doctors who are specialists in in infectious d diseases and stuff. They're scrambling, man. They're they're scrambling, trying to figure something out here. And I firmly believe, in my opinion, that this is a lot more serious than I even took took it at first but um you know it didn't take me very long to come to the realization that we are dealing with something unprecedented and that's not something that i tend to um i'm not playing around with it because i you know 
I don't want to risk putting, you know, my family in, in grave jeopardy, you know, because they mean something to me. People, other people may not mean anything to those who are refusing to adhere to these shelter in place orders. That's, that that's on them. Um, but I am not going to put myself or my family in a, uh, in a position to where I could, uh, you know, be a detriment to, to their well-being. So that's kind of my, my two cents on, on that subject. Uh, for those who follow me in, in any regard, uh, whether you, you are a regular listener to the podcast here or um you know your your personal friends with me you or you follow my personal facebook page you you've started to see that there was um kind of a jolt in activity on the youtube page and um when i launched the podcast here um because of the shortened time of turnaround between the time I record it to editing it to getting it, you know, put out there available through the the Anchor.fm app or Spotify, um, you know, it was a fraction of the time that it would take me to film, edit, and upload a video to YouTube. And I didn't really want to cross um, both platforms with the same content because I want, you know, I wanted, I wanted people who this show or the Klaus to the Heart umbrella to those people that it means anything to, I didn't want them getting bored. I didn't want them to go to YouTube and see and hear the same topic that I would be tackling on the podcast. So I kind of struggled there for for a couple of weeks as to what can I do to make both entities different with this uh, with this show here through through anchor.fm you know there's been a variety of topics obviously a few of these episodes have dealt with the coronavirus because I mean you can't ignore it you know you you have to address it it's just you know, you don't want to harp on the same information that's being thrown down our throats through the media. Um, but I, this also gave me an opportunity to um, to get into um, deep dives in terms of like the history of the MWO. And, you know, that's a topic that means something to a certain demographic of the people that I either know personally or that listen to the show. Um, specifically, the roster members of the MWO, they've always been interested in um, in the history of the company and how it came to be and what were the steps that, that got us to where we are right now. So this this podcast gave me that platform because I was able to, um, you know, to do the deep dives and, and to give them a little bit of history lesson. But I didn't want to focus exclusively on just wrestling because there's a lot of my friends that are not friends with me because of wrestling. You know, I have friends, you know, that I that I work with or, or, or people that I knew growing up, that I knew growing up. Um either, you know, growing up in Hadley or going through high school or whatever. 
and um, you know I still wanted to still kind of focus on positivity, motivation, that type of thing. And then um, uh, it was a couple weeks ago. We oh, a while ago we had a show planned for ONTV because um, I had launched a, another uh, branch, if you will, of the Klaus to the Heart umbrella. Um, exclusively on ONTV, where I conducted kind of uh, like a talk show type of gimmick. And uh, with everything going on and everything getting shut down, um, ONTV Studio was unfortunately one of those things that uh, was deemed non-essential. And uh, they had no choice. You know, they closed, they closed down their studio and suspended any new production. And uh, we decided, and I was getting ready for uh, the episode with Todd Gilbert, and um, we decided, you know, once once it was determined that we were not going to be able to go to the studio and, and do the live TV thing, we tried to do the Facebook live thing, and I, I didn't know at that time that they, you know, Facebook had implemented this thing where you could no longer bring people onto a live video. Um so I, um, it, you know, it took me a while to even come around to this one, but, um, I discovered, you know, I knew what Skype was, but I never implemented it in, in any way, shape or form. I, I know what it is and I just never used it. So we, we tried it with Todd. I, I downloaded the app, um, onto my phone and we did kind of a trial run with Todd and I felt pretty good about it. Um, it, it, you know, with Todd, it wasn't just talking about wrestling, but it was, you know, his childhood and his challenges of being born with muscular dystrophy. And, um, and now he's exploring his dreams and this re rejuvenated, um, effort to launch his musical career. And I felt that went pretty well. And, um, um, the next time I did it, I did it with Pope Brandon Brownson, who is, you know, one of my favorite people that I've ever worked with, um, in the wrestling business. He's just, he's just so full of personality and he was actually, um, scheduled, uh, for a future ON TV show, but I was really kind of nervous because anybody that knows Brandon knows just how outside the box he is. He says whatever comes to mind without giving two thoughts about it. And I was kind of nervous about that, you know, g given the restraints, um, rating restraints uh, with ON TV because I wanted him to be able to feel comfortable enough to... Um, you know, to be himself, you know, if I asked him a question, I wanted his, his honest opinion. And, uh, you know, that's where the, you know, my YouTube show really came, came to be, because I mean, YouTube, you can put just about anything on, on YouTube with, with, within reason. And, um, so last week, or actually it was this week, earlier this week, I, uh, sat down in my office. He sat down in, uh, in his area and we recorded, uh, a conversation and I, and I uploaded it to the YouTube channel and I'm like, okay, I think I finally found the break between the YouTube channel and the podcast here, you know, that the YouTube will be ut utilized for more, you know, face-to-face -face conversations through Skype and, the podcast will will be utilized for more deeper dives um, into a specific topic. So, 
you know, I'm still trying to find my footing and, you know, trying to give you guys, you know, content that you're interested in, um, you know, because I mean, without you guys listening or watching, there's really no point in me doing this. And, you know, I'm, I, I say it all the time at nauseum, just how much I appreciate you, you know, and taking time out of your day to give my shows a listen, because ultimately I am living out a dream, you know, podcasting and entertainment in general is, is something that I've you know, always been interested in and always wanted to be a part of. So you are allowing me to live out my dream. And I can't tell you, um, the words, I just don't have the words to express my, my gratitude for all of you. So, um, in terms of this pandemic, we will get through this. We will get through this. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, but it's going to take effort on on all of our parts, and we need we need to be smart about this, and we need to realize that this thing is bigger than any one person. Um, you know, this thing is stretching across the globe, and um, but I'm you know I know we we will overcome this um, as long as you know we do the right thing, and um, some sometimes. You know, it's it's plain as black and white. Um, and there is no gray area with this. I'm I'm afraid, and uh, so uh, with that being said, um, you know, again, if you have any comments or concerns or show ideas, shout outs, that type of thing, drop us an email at close to the heart at gmail dot com, or uh, find us uh, just look for close to the heart on Facebook and Twitter, and um, with that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Take care of yourselves and each other. And we will talk to you soon right here on Klaus to the Heart.